best part of waking up is having hope in your cup. I'm Stephanie Winslow, and thank you for coming to Cup of Hope podcast. Uh, it's my privilege and honor to be with you. Thank you so much for stopping by the channel, and I know that you will find hope in your cup to be full and overflowing as you dig into the Word of God with us in uh, study and also in prayer. So grab your cup and let's fill it up with the hope that God has in store for us. Thank you for joining and enjoy the show. This morning to bring to you a message from the Word of God. Let's lift up our cups together today and ask, Lord, would you fill us up today with the hope that you have in store for us through the power of your word? We are given daily infusions, if you will, daily doses of, of God's love, of God's grace, of God's mercy. When we come to him, he gives us the power that we need, the encouragement that we need, the support, the love, the comfort that we need to to deal with our day-to-day -day life. I think God was not surprised at uh, the suffering that we were all going to walk through. He's not surprised by the difficult situations. Um, he's not surprised by, by any of it. He understands, he knew even before we did, what our days would look like. And it is our choice, it's up to us, to how we are gonna choose to accept this gift. It's it's this gift that's available to us. It's just almost like, you know, the, the, a treasure jewel that you see in some of these movies that all these thieves are coming to try and figure out how they can steal the jewel that's under all this case, casing and, and um, alarms and strobe lights, you know, like the, the laser lights keeping people out the, to go with the, an alarm. But God's love isn't like that. His gifts, his blessings, his provisions aren't like that. They are a free available gift just sitting waiting for us to grab a hold of, sitting and waiting for us to accept. He doesn't have them behind uh, lock and key uh, tied up so that only, you know, there are only certain ones allowed to certain people or, or anything like that. God's love, he, he, is, he is a... Um, does not play favorites and he has many abundant blessings for all of us and i'm just so grateful to serve a god that no matter what no matter what is going on in my life that i can come to him with reverence come to him with acknowledging and respecting his authority and the person that he is but also coming to him as a child which means that I come to him as I am. You don't see kids trying to, you know, get themselves cleaned up before they they enter into a conversation or enter into a room or a relationship. Kids are just all in all the time. And they don't hold back, right? Most of the time they're just whatever, however they're feeling, whether it's sad or mad or happy um, or sad mad. We use that one a lot here uh, <laughs> that we often feel these days a lot of sad mad. And um, I just think that God is, is so gracious to us to give us this opportunity that we can, we can engage with him, engage with his spirit, engage with these gifts that are freely given to us. All we have to do is just say yes. 
Lord, I acknowledge you. I want what you have for me. I want what you have for me. And that's what we're doing here today on Cup of Hope. We're saying, yes, Lord, we want what you have for us. We want you to teach us by your word. We want you to fill us up with hope so that we can be full to overflowing and pour out hope to those around us. And you may be walking through a situation right now where you think, you know, I don't really have anything to give anybody. I don't, I'm tapped out. I'm up to here. May you just come today and receive. Receive all that God has in store for you. Will you receive a renewed sense of, of, your, of love and of a relationship with God? May you know that you are not alone, that God is with you, that at least I'm, I'm here with you and, and walking out this journey of faith. Nobody, no, any stretch of the imagination, I do not have all the answers and will never claim to. But all I do claim is that I'm a work in progress and I'm trusting my life, my daily life, and my heart over to God. I'm, I'm surrendering myself enough to him. Not enough. I'm surrendering myself to him uh, to, to be his, to be molded by him, to be shaped by him. I know that I don't have... I don't have the answers, um, but God does, and we trust him. We can trust him with our day-to-day. We've been walking this month through this topic of love when it's easier to hate. So much of what our culture teaches right now is is, is to basically point out um, point out all the differences between us and others and, and highlight those things even though we are calling it being inclusive, but I, it's really just identifying how I'm different from somebody else. And then saying that you're not, um, if you're not accepting of all things, then that means that you're, you're hateful, that you don't love people well. And I think I struggle with this a lot um, and just thinking through even you know how how do we train up our kids in the culture that we're currently living in when when the culture we're living in says that anything and everything if you feel it it's true if um if you're thinking it it's absolutely right like if you, no no reference or compass to morals and value that the bible teaches us and so it, it's been difficult to navigate especially now that i have a, a preteen um, having some of these conversations about sexuality and, and different things, it's, it's been dicey, um, challenging to say the least. And yet I know that God has a plan for us in this time, that he doesn't want us to remain silent. He, he wants us to, to love. And this is, as we're reading today in 1 Corinthians 3, 5, the next part of this verse says that love is not easily angered. In our culture that we live in today, we get stirred to anger in a heartbeat. We can go from zero to 60, you know, from totally calm, peaceful to like hot, irate, furious about a topic in a matter of seconds because we're on edge. Our spirits, our, our hearts, our minds, our ears, we're on edge because we have taken in so much that we don't, haven't created enough space around ourselves uh, and enough silence, enough of God's voice around us to help us navigate our way through these difficult topics and situations. And even asking him, God, how do I show love, your love, that doesn't mean that I ignore truth. 
It doesn't mean that I turn my back on what's true and right according to your word. I can still stand firm on what is true and right according to your word. At the same time, extend love and grace and hope and peace to those around me um, who may not be following after God's plan, who don't know God's uh, laws yet, who are, of course, acting in opposition to them because they don't know them. Um, I think it's even more difficult when we know that there's people who are walking according to or or we believe are walking according to the word of God and, and yet are still making some decisions that are not in alignment with his word. It's hard. It's hard to deal with. But I believe that, that in this point in time that God is asking us to not be easily angered because that in and of itself, if, if we didn't learn nothing else this week, if we learned this, that we would not be easily provoked, if we don't get irritated easily, um, if we are walking in a way that that is keeping in mind uh, how set easily, quickly set off we can be at some of the hot button topics or whatever it is maybe that right now you, is that thing for you that just kind of gets in your crawl and, and irritates you, whatever that thing is, may we ask God to work on our hearts, to work on our hearts, to know how that we can engage with people around the topic in a way that is not easy, us being easily angered. And maybe his answer to us might be, you need to just step away. You need to step away from that scenario. You need to step away from the that group of people. You need to step away from whatever it is for a season because you're so irate, constantly pinging up to fury um, from, from zero to fury that you can't be effective for God's kingdom in that situation. So you may need to pull back and let God mold and shape your mind. You may need to have him craft your mind and your thinking in a way that, that can be heard. Um, and ultimately what we need to keep in mind is that it's not our job to change the hearts of others. It's not my job to to change the hearts of other people. So I I can be in relationship I can work on myself and allow God's spirit to work in me to help me to not be easily angered, to not be easily provoked, to not be irritated. But I can't control what other people are doing. I can't control if they get easily irritated with me. And this is another part that as as I was preparing this, um, this the word in the Greek for easily angered and it's irate and provoke, um, or excuse me, not irate, irritate or provoke. Um, a close relative or the root word, it comes from exasperate. And we hear this word exasperate from Ephesians 6, 4 that says, fathers do not exasperate your children, but bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Fathers do not exasperate your children. The message set, reads this way, fathers do not frustrate your children with no-win scenarios. Fathers do not frustrate your children with no-win scenarios. Take them by the hand and lead them in the way of the master. Do not frustrate your children with no-win scenarios. Um, this stood out to me because I think so often 
um, in our culture, especially in a culture that is very much based on on accolades, on performance, on doing, you know, as cramming as much in, making our, our lives as, as full as possible, um, being as busy as possible because busy equals success, of course, you know, in, in our world's mindset. And so we just, we cram things in and, and, and in doing so often, I think for our children, we, we provoke them to a place of, of anger, a place where they, they can't, they can't win. So no matter what they do or what they say or, or the way in which they do the, the task, they are wrong. Like we make them wrong. Um, we're upset about how they did it. So maybe they obey, um, they made their bed, but they didn't make it the way that, and I'm holding up the mirror in this instance. Uh, they made their bed. This is an argument we have a lot. <laughs> Did you make your bed? Yes, I made my bed. Okay, so then I go up and look at it and then I get mad at how the bed was made because it wasn't made the way that I wanted it to be made. So I didn't just say thank you for obeying. Thank you for making your bed. No, I take it a step further and say, well, you didn't put your pillows back right or you didn't tuck your sheets all the way in or you didn't, you know, whatever the thing is. And so I know that 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 is an issue for for me and this is absolutely a, a direct a message for me to think through and work through but i do not want to be a mom who exasperates my kids and i don't want to be in relationships where i'm exasperating other people so there's two sides of it one is that i can be a person and often uh and this is one of the biggest areas if i'm honest with you, I struggle with this one probably the most out of all of the things. This is the one I struggle with. Getting irritated quickly. That might, I have a very short fuse of, of patience, a short fuse of, uh, of just letting things kind of rub me the wrong way. And so this is something that I really need God's spirit to work in my heart. So I can be on either side of this coin where I can be the one that's easily irritated and then I can also be the one that's being the exasperator, that I can pick and pick and pick at all the things that are, are not being done the, the quote-unquote right way, the way that I want them done, how I want them done, when I want them done. Um, and besides the fact that I just need to focus on the fact that that task got done for the day. <laughs> and not worry about how it was done or when it was done, but just the fact that it's done and I don't have to worry about it. And so that's something that I believe that for me personally, God is working in my heart that I would not put my, my kids, put people I'm in relationship with in these no-win scenarios where what they do is never enough, where when, even in their obedience, I see it as disobedience. Does that make sense? Um, I don't know if I'm being crystal clear in this area or not, but giving people um, or holding people to a standard and then basically adjusting and constantly adjusting the standard. When I say make your bed and then I'm uh, they make their bed and then I, I adjust the standard up a notch. Well, you didn't do it to this level. 
and then they do it to that level the next time and then I adjust the standard. Well, now get your pillows straight too. And I keep adjusting the standard. And, and that's a really difficult place, not just for kids, for adults as well to be in, maybe it's a, a work relationship or maybe it's in a, uh, I don't know, an in-law relationship. Maybe it's in some sort of uh, relationship where, where the, the rules seems to constantly change and you never know what will satisfy. You never know what will um, make someone content or happy or how, how you should really respond. And, um, and that's a difficult place. So either scenario, I don't know if you fit into either of these camps. I don't know if you can relate to any of what I am saying today, uh, but just blatant and honest with you, these are this is one of the most difficult areas for me in my life and has been. Um, and I think as I work through this, I believe that God is shifting the thinking um, my thinking to understand that when I provoke, when I, when I provoke my kids to anger, when I create these situations that are no win scenarios, it's almost, it's almost like the, the unforgiveness tool, right? Like that we hold on to unforgiveness thinking that it's going to make the other person, you know, taking the poison and thinking the other person is going to die. Um, from the poison. Well, no unforgiveness. I, the poison, it's poisoning me, not letting me live in freedom. And anger is the same way. This being easily provoked, it's the same way. It's, I'm, it's holding on to something, thinking that, well, if, if I'm angered about this subject or situation that it's going to really harm them. But honestly, it's, it's harming me, me holding on to what the, 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 obeying to the nth degree and every detail and having, you know, little things that honestly in the scheme of things don't matter. Um, worrying about those infinite details of things. Um, I believe that letting those things go, um, letting those things go is really freedom for me. <laughs> it's freedom for yes, my home and giving us a greater sense of peace and of uh, just camaraderie and of love, but also gives me a sense of freedom and living not tied down to a certain way. And it's at the end of the day, this whole this whole thing right here, this being easily irritated or provoked, it it comes down to control. And not being able to control what other people are saying and not being able to control how people are relating to you, um, not being able to control the situation. And so we become easily angered. And I can, so I'm, I'm, as I'm talking about this, I'm, I'm even processing it more for myself because I, as I said, I know this is something that God needs to work in my heart to, um, to grow and shape me in. And so here we are. I want to pray over us today um, and, and just ask God to, to intervene in this area of our lives to give us freedom in a new way. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father God, I just come before you this morning and I'm so grateful uh, for your love and for your grace, for your mercy, for your peace. Father, I'm grateful 
that you teach us by your word, Lord. You teach us what it means to walk in your truth. You teach us what it means to be in relationship with others. God, I thank you for how you teach us to walk in obedience. And God, I pray for myself. I pray for those who are watching, who struggle in this area specifically with being easily angered, that we just get irritated quickly, that we have no margin for uh, patience. We have no margin for um, just little things that get under our skin so quickly. Father, I pray that you would uh, help us to see and identify those things and even see and identify the root of of why it is that we're getting so easily angry. Because I know for myself, it's so often not even about the thing. It's about all these other things that are going on. And um, God, I pray that you would just teach us and instruct us through your spirit. May your Holy Spirit be our counselor and, and guide us to the answers in your, in your Bible as we look to you, Father. We thank you that you are a God who does not easily anger and that we can learn from you. That as we spend time with you and allow your Holy Spirit, the space and the room in our hearts that you can mold us and shape us to be more like you, which means that we are more patient, that we are more gentle, that we are more kind and gracious to those around us and that we do not allow uh, comments, we do not allow um, just behaviors to irritate us in a way that they have in the past. Father God, I pray also that we would not be a people who provoke others to anger, that we would um, be mindful of that, Father, and especially in, uh, in dealing with our own children, that we would not be parents who provoke our children to anger, that we're putting them in situations where there's just a no win and just constantly adjusting the bar that they have to live up to and constantly adjusting with just not enough, not enough, not enough, that we can never be pleased. We're never happy. God, I just, I pray that you would teach us how to parent in a way that you parent us, that you don't move the bar on us, God, that you are, you are very clear, that you are very direct that you extend grace and mercy. May we be parents also that extend grace and mercy and that we, as the verse tells us, that we walk alongside of our kids, walk alongside of them and and uh, mold and shape them throughout their life, God, and, and don't just set bars for them to obtain and, and reach and then move them and move them. God, I just thank you for how you are molding and shaping us. I pray that as your word was sent out today, that it would produce fruit in the, the lives of those that are listening. And God, may this word not return void, God. I pray that you would allow this, this word and this message to extend to all the places that you need it to get to, God, and all the languages you need it to get to. I pray that um, that there would be no hindrances to your message being delivered. In Jesus' name, we pray all these things. Amen and amen. Thank you for being with me today on Cup of Hope. Be blessed, be well, and I will see you back here on Friday. Bye-bye. Blessings to you, Cup of Hope family. I hope to see you tomorrow as we join back together on Cup of Hope. If you're in need of more hope or more resources, you're looking for something to read or dig into uh, to find out more about God, you can go to my website, stephaniewinslow.com, stephaniewinslow.com, and find more helpful resources there. Blessings, Cup of Hope family, and we'll see you tomorrow.